listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost MTG-related podcast, here to discuss the news and all the latest uh, tournament reports from this week in Ireland. introduce ourselves. Yes, that's a good start. <laughs> uh, my name is David Wolf. Uh, I have been playing Magic for, I guess, three years now. Yeah, I started with just before Cans, and um, I am a spike, I suppose, trying to improve my game. So yeah. this podcast is part of that, I suppose. Yeah. And I have my two co-hosts here. Yeah, I'm Kieran. I've been. I originally started playing Magic um, around M10. Zendikar, sort of that kind of era, um, but I stopped playing about a year after that, and I only got back into the game when Origins came out. I started playing on Magic Online a bit again, and then around Oath of the Gatewatch, I started playing live, so I, I, that's where I met uh, David Allen. And speaking of Alan, I'm Alan. Uh, I've been playing Magic for just over a year, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the person asking stupid questions, so you don't have to... <laughs> Um, so yeah, so like Battle of Zendikar previous is my first time ever playing Magic. Um, I, I think I, and because I started off in that block, I was definitely um, like a Timmy. I was just playing, well, playing ramp and standard, just playing big massive creatures. But then I think uh, at one point I switched to mid range deck, and I realised that I was terrible at combat math. So at that point, <laughs> because I never had to do any combat, so because <laughs> like, your creatures oh, are always yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Udamog, eat land, eat land. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think at that point I, I started taking uh, like you know, a serious, a more serious approach to it, and deciding you know, I'm going to try and get better at this because I'm very bad, and now I think I'm less bad. Yeah, well, I think that's what we all strive for every day: yeah. is to be less bad <laughs> than we were the day before. That's true. So, um, why are we making this podcast? Well, I think for me anyway, it's uh, it's just fun to do. I think, and it's a way for me to get better personally if I'm taking time out of my week to analyze things about the game that I maybe just wouldn't think about in the process of just playing standard every week, stuff like that. I, uh, I think it'll help me personally think about the game in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, I'm already, I suppose after that as well, be, I kind of see that you know, I, I listen to a lot of different Magic podcasts and I always wanted to make one that was like specifically doing the things I wanted to hear in the podcast. So uh, yeah, this is, we're, really, we're really making this, like, I'm, I feel like we're making this for ourselves, but hopefully what we want will also overlap. But what the people out there in the world want to do. Yeah, I mean, you have to make it for yourself first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, none of us are, are Marshall or LSV <laughs> or Efro or any of the other great players no. that make podcasts. No. But um, I think that we'll have something to provide, like yeah. there's sort of mini level ups that we realize in our own play that mm-hmm. we really yeah. talk about on the show, stuff like that. That's something I'm really interested in because, uh, yeah, it's it's even if we're not the best players, I think we're, we're all pretty competitive and we all understand the game at a, at a, at a pretty decent level. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're not, we're not trying to say, you know, we're professionals, listen to us because we're really good at the game. We're just trying to explore sort of how we're all improving at the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I also think that we are... I, I think it's fair to characterize us all as standard players. Yeah, yes. definitely. So I think that's probably the format that we would talk about the most. Yeah, but we all have also played other formats. Yeah, um, I think we all play. We've all played limited. Not maybe not a lot, but I would consider myself okay 
But yeah. That draft. What's the deal? I play. I played a lot of limited when I got back into the game, just mm. because I didn't have a standard deck, and it's really easy to just show up and play limited. There's, yeah. there's no commitment you need other than showing up and buying three boosters, uh, and I really enjoy it. I, I think it's great. Uh, standard definitely has a different attraction to me, but I enjoy it a lot as well. Um, and older formats I already love, but I don't have a collection that allows me to play them. But I, but I have an interest in in pretty much every constructed format. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the same guy, definitely more focused on standard. I consider myself to be very bad and limited, but that's kind of a reason why I want to practice it and get better. Mm-hmm. So I definitely wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be experienced enough to be able to stand on a platform and say, hey guys, I'm going to talk to you about limited. <laughs> I'll be very limited in what I can say. Yeah. Good one. Um, Even more limited limited resources. resources. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I'm fine and limited, but I can always improve. Um, but I think I've got the basics down. In terms of other older formats, uh, I'm slowly trying to buy my way into modern or build up my build up my collection towards uh, being able to make a couple of modern decks. So I'm not familiar with that format very much. Um, and then older constructed formats are essentially a mystery to me. At the yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know what some of the decks are, but I've never never played a match of uh, vintage or legacy in my life. I've played a good amount, actually, considering the fact that I own zero cards that <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can put in those decks. I've actually played a decent amount. Um, when I started playing again, I since I played around Zendikar era, I had some of those cards for modern, so I had sort of fetch lands and goblin guides. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I just decided to build Nyburn as, mm-hmm. as the deck, because I didn't think I would play standard at that point. I thought I'll just play modern and mm-hmm. see where it goes, but... Uh, it, it kind of that was fun for maybe a month or six weeks, but uh, playing a burn deck every week and coming back every week, <laughs> yeah. it, gets, it gets a little bit tiresome. I still like the deck and yeah. I still play it. Yeah, but, it is a great deck. But I decided to get into standard then at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I've I've played a decent amount of Legacy online, and I've I've gone to a couple of the the local tournaments in Dublin. People have given me decks as a loan mm-hmm. and stuff to play Legacy. Uh, so I, I already like all those formats as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that is an important thing to mention is that we are here in Dublin in Ireland so the magic scene in Ireland is um, not huge but not tiny um, no I mean it's like we have consistent events that fire in Dublin in multiple shops yeah, uh, like yeah. week to week every single week there's yeah. there'll be people playing magic pretty much every night mm-hmm. so the scene's pretty good like coming from Street Fighter which is what I played competitively before I got into magic mm-hmm. after a certain point of a game being out for a couple of years it became very difficult to get regular tournaments to fire mm. and to um, convince players to show up to every event. So things become strained with, with sort of other games like that. But with Magic, it just seems like there's always a consistent player base there at every single tournament. And that's that's another thing that drew me to the game. The fact that, because I am quite a competitive player, the fact that I can go into the city on pretty much any night of the week and play a Magic tournament, I just think it's, it's brilliant for a competitive hobby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the fact that Magic constantly refreshes itself is probably, you know, good yeah. for that. It's that people are always interested because there's always a new set coming out. There's always something new to get excited about. But yeah, the 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 competitive scene in Ireland is not just centered in Dublin. There's also uh, a strong competitive scene in Northern Ireland, yeah. and there's a couple of shops in other counties around the country. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I suppose we could consider ourselves as, um providing people an insight into the the scene here in Ireland as well. Definitely. As part you know, part of this podcast. Yeah. 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 And just in terms of uh, content that we're going to be doing from a week to week basis, uh, we're probably going to be trying out a few things for the first few weeks, see what see what we like, see what yeah. we don't like. Throw some um, spaghetti at the wall. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, see what sticks. 
Um, but uh, tournament reports, our own personal tournament reports, I mean, most of us play in most of the PPTQs um, and WMCQs RIP. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that happened in, in Ireland and Dublin. We're also going to try to think about um, uh, Deck of the Week. So yeah. that was something that you in particular mentioned, Alan. Yeah, I was saying, uh, like, of, of all the different podcasts I listen to, very few of them actually do a Deck of the Week consistently. Mm-hmm. And maybe, mm-hmm. like, you know, with, with, you know, it's like the deck that we're, deck that we'll cover today was something that just kind of appeared, you know, out of nowhere over the last mm-hmm. week or so. So I think when that's happening, when there's decks, when there's, mm-hmm. you know, new decks making, making a splash all of a sudden, uh, we definitely have enough material to do one every week. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then I think in the, because I think this is the reason why that, that people fall off or other podcasts fall off with their deck of the week is that they get, they get like one or two unique decks, uh, like maybe one or two at the start of the format and then one in the middle of the format when it's something, some new deck mm-hmm. develops. Um, and other than that, they don't have a consistent thing to talk about. It's like, oh, there's no new hotness this week, so we can't talk about anything. Yeah. But I think if we if we try to fill in those other in-between weeks with our ideas on some deck that we know very well, yeah. so like what we've been playing regularly mm. in the format. Definitely. Um, so like you've been playing yeah. Blue, Blue Red Emerge in Standard, and Karen, you've been playing Jessica Sahili. Jessica Sahili, yeah. And I've been all over the place. And then also we might talk a little bit about general news from the, the Magic World and possibly speculation for yes. upcoming sets, which we'll get a little bit of that today. Definitely. Yeah. So for a first episode anyway, that gives us uh, enough to bite off and yeah. chew on, hopefully. Yes. Very so um, shall we go straight into our news? Yes. Yeah, okay. We would have um, cheesy segues. We have like a little... We might. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just pause now in case you want to fill one in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pause over. Um, okay. Uh, so the first thing, first item we have here on our uh, on our agenda for the news is the Amonkhet art um, for the the new the upcoming Amonkhet set um, that was released in uh, over the last week. So I think it was last week and this week. Gideon, Liliana, Nissa, and then five massive things which we think could be the gods it's pretty clear i think yeah that, yeah that they, they're gods it'll be surprising if they aren't yeah yeah, yeah that would be the surprise they look sweet they're yeah, really cool. really good, really yeah. Good really nice art by uh, chase stone i believe on all the gods um i could not tell you what else he's done but i know i've seen his name a lot on magic cards yeah i'm not sure if we have a host of the podcast that keeps up with it with the art aspect too much personally i, I know yeah, very yeah. little about it but yeah um, i know a little bit i guess yeah. but um I, there's always um really interesting uh, in-depth art discussions that go on on the Magic subreddit. Mm. So what do you guys think about the the nature of the gods? Well, like so colors or... Yeah, so this is the, the first discussion that I saw was whether they're going to be monocolored or are they going to be the three-color shards, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, people, because Nicol Bolas is presumably coming back, Dark Intimations gave us a, a bit of a hint and all that. Uh, he'll be Grixis, presumably. Although, it looks like he'll be a Planeswalker, judging by Dark Intimations, because mm-hmm. that says a, Nicol- a Bolas Planeswalker. Yeah. Um, so people are thinking that the gods could be tricolor. Mm. I think I'd prefer maybe if they were just monocolored again. Well, not again, but if, they, if they're monocolored. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that... Uh, 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 Three color set so so soon after cans is seems unlikely. I know it's not that soon, but um, it seems unlikely. And with the whole thing that they they don't want to print fetchlands in the same standard as 
Battle for Zendikar lands, yeah, fetchable yeah. duels. Yeah. Um, it seems like if they if they were going to do a, a tricolor block, that they would include fetch lands, um, because it's something that players want a lot, and the price is is kind of crazy. I know that they don't really particularly like uh, fetch lands in standard, but I think printing them in a master set doesn't really get the supply to where it needs to be for accessibility. No, I mean they're such absolute staples that you need to release a lot of copies if you want to affect the price all that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, like if you, if for example, if you look at Tarmogoyf, it's been reprinted in both the Modern Masters sets. It dropped the price, I think, a little bit each time. Yeah. But it really hasn't affected uh, crazy, yeah. the market price all that much mm-hmm. because Tarmogoyf is just everywhere in Modern. It's very popular in Legacy as well. Yeah. Like if you want to play green. Yeah. You're, you, 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 have your, to, you have to play <laughs> your place other Tarmogoyfs. It could be like half the cost of the deck. Yeah, exactly. It probably will be. Well, you probably got your Lilianas in there as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah. And the Fetch Lands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I'm not sure that... So, yeah, I don't think they'll reprint Fetch Lands because of two things that Mark Rosewater said on his Tumblr. And I know it's sort of it's sort of like trying to peer into a crystal ball to figure, <laughs> figure out if there's any useful information yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But he said... He was asked about Frontier. Okay. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the format that's basically double standard. Kind of like... Well, at the moment it is, yeah. but it's, it's yeah, from... Yeah, uh, starts from, at M15. starts at M15, and it's an eternal, non-rotating, unsanctioned format at this point. And when asked about it, he said that Wizards might be interested in doing something like that, but if they did, they would probably... He would like to start it after Cam's block, so it wouldn't include fetch lands. Mm. So that makes me think that if Wizards is thinking about a format like that, they mm-hmm. won't be reprinting the enemy fetches back into standard. Mm. That's a good point. Yes, yeah. But at the same time, Mark Rosewater doesn't no, make those just, decisions. That, no, he, that's his guess. He doesn't. Um, but he does work in the company, he, he so does I mean, work in the company and probably has a better idea than us. Yeah, he works on a lot of sets, and I'd imagine he he doesn't make the decisions. But I imagine he's in the room and, uh, and mm-hmm. his opinion is heard about mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one reason why I think that Fetchlands wouldn't be in. And it is just it's very very difficult to support a tricolor format without Fetchlands. Yeah, you can. You can you can bring back the the trilands or whatever, but mm-hmm. for standard that alone, I don't think is going to be enough to no, uh, probably to not. three colors. Although in this wild and wonderful uh, future where evolving wilds is a staple of standard, <laughs> you never very know. Strange. I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it was in, it, was it in cans as well? No, it was in dragons, and people were just good. laughed at it. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, oh, that's it. You, you know, know what that's do. for draft. They'll reprint Terramorphic Expanse. So oh god! Can, so you can you play eight, eight, eight. <laughs> and then you can play five colors. No problem. That's a, yeah, okay, well, actually, fine. Yeah, fine. You gotta watch it for Thalia. She'll just uh, destroy you. If oh, you're, oh, oh yeah, my god! Yeah. That's, I don't know if anyone's had to play that before. But playing an evolving wilds into a Thalia is one of the worst. Really sad. Really sad. I feel like we're jumping out. I was actually some coverage of the GP. What? Where is it? The GP now? Utrecht. Utrecht. Yeah. So I just caught like a glance of them. It was uh, someone playing um, uh, Abzan stockpile, and I was just, I was just doing the cleaning up. Um, I was only kind of half watching it. I saw that you know he had a big, big, complicated board state. Uh, when he had um, he had Tireless Tracker, and then the Tireless Tracker was targeted to be killed. Mm. And then uh, he had like of all the wilds on the battlefield, and he, he didn't he didn't crack it in response. And I was like, well, why the hell would you not do that? Then I looked closer and saw that the the, the of all the wilds was tapped. And I was like, how the hell is it tapped? <laughs> and I saw the tally there, and I was like, oh, that's pretty disgusting. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, yeah. Natalia has not been. Anyway, we'll, we'll yeah, go. We'll yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, if the gods are monocolored, which, okay, so now yeah. I think we've, we've come to the conclusion that possibly they will be monocolored, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I think somebody on Reddit did kind of a map of, of what they could be, like the white one, the, the cat could cat be the white one. usually the white one. Yeah, the the ibis yeah. would be the blue one. Yeah. Uh, I think the crocodile would be black. And I think when we saw the, exp- the I don't yeah. know if you guys saw the expanded yeah, art, yeah. had loads of zombies. Oh, I uh, didn't see this, okay. Yeah, yeah the I expanded art had loads of zombies at the bottom of the, the crocodile god. So that's probably the, the black one. Yeah. Uh, the jackal would be red and then the snake would be green. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, if they're monocolored, my personal theory was that they're going to be artifact creatures instead Mm -hmm. of enchantment creatures. Like, so they're not going to do it exactly like last time. Um, Because another another uh, supporting theory for that is that Nicol Bolas apparently has created Amonkhet. He created the whole plane. Mm So any gods that are there are they're created by him by a planeswalker, so they should be artifacts. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then, um, but the the only thing is, if you look at the art as well, they do have like skin. It only appears to be like their head thing that oh, is really? okay. that is made of metal. They appear to have humanish hands. Right, it's very so creepy. I'm not sure about that. And so I, I take it that means you don't think devotion is returning as a mechanic. I don't think so. No. Well, actually, I I had a, a little pet theory that. It could be like devotion to creature types because I think that there will be a strong tri- tribal element. Oh, that'd be, yeah, um, that'd be really good. According to each creature, obviously. So, like, that's very interesting. Cat, cat, ibis, bird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, croc. What's the what, what's the creature type for crocodiles? Beast, I suppose. Do they have reptile? Is reptile? A... I don't think so. Or lizard, lizard. Yeah, lizard. Lizard. Yeah. lizard. Uh, yeah. Hound and what was the last one? Ibis. Snake. 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 Yeah. Yeah, because there is uh, a. Yeah, and I thought it wouldn't be like a. Yes, you're saying you're, you don't you don't think it'd be a case where with the Theros gods, or like your enchantments, tap become creatures. If you mm. if you um you know reach a certain uh, criteria, if you if you have a certain say a certain level of devotion. So there won't well, be I was thinking like that, that there could be there could be devotion um, to creature types. Yeah. So if yeah. you have four hounds on the battlefield, your jackal god becomes a creature. Not be It could be that because obviously these are going to be mythics. It might be that that's the only devotion in the set. Yeah. It could be, yeah. Yeah. It could be that. Um, they're artifacts and they've gone creatures when you crew them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to, all the, all the jackals have to get inside the, uh, <laughs> the giant jackal statue and operators. Like, yeah, yeah. That like a big saying, robot. Yeah, the su- sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from so that's my pet theory we'll see, yeah, yeah. We'll actually, see that, what happens I think that's pretty sweet yeah, I'd love, love to see them go deep into tribal stuff again like, yeah they haven't really haven't done any tribal stuff it, it hasn't it doesn't happen that much oh they did in, in Australia I suppose had a fair bit of tribal but none of it was really competitive it's never mm. usually the focus of the set anymore because yeah. the design around it is so linear mm. in that the decks, if you have a strong tribal deck, it basically just builds itself. There's not oh, very yeah. much room for creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the last time that happened, I guess, was around Lorwyn block, where mm-hmm. Fairies mm-hmm. was the best deck for a long, long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And it was, you literally just put every strong fairy card as a four yeah. onto your deck, and that mm-hmm. was your deck. Uh, and you so, also had tribal, tribal cards at that time as well. Yeah, you had yeah, Bitter course, Blossom yeah. And, mm-hmm. and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, I think... Although tribal is very popular, especially among casual players, I think it just doesn't lead to very interesting design and deck building. That's so true. Yeah. so Wizards doesn't go that strongly with it. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly a sub-theme nowadays yeah. in sets. Yeah, one thing I found is that it's very, it's very easy to explain how a really deep tribal deck works to new players. And it's like, new players, 
they, they, they really quickly grasped the idea of, oh, this is a deck that just plays all fairies. This is one that plays all elves. Yeah. Um, so we, that could be... It's all, it, it has, yeah, like I say, it has casual appeal. It has appeal in that mm-hmm. sense. But yeah, I never thought of that way. Yeah. yeah, if you're going really deep into a particular archetype like that, it leaves no room for innovation. That's you're true, gonna, yeah. You're not going to take out your fairies and your mm-hmm. fairies sick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is one reason, I think, maybe why Ulrich in Shadow or in Eldritch Moon mm. was kind of disappointing and weak oh, yeah. to, to mm-hmm. everyone who mm-hmm. wanted all the all the commander players who wanted a brilliant legendary werewolf creature mm. I think maybe they just didn't want werewolf tribal to be a strong standard deck and that's yeah. one of the reasons why that card was so disappointing yeah I think they pretty much wanted all of the tribal because none of them are great no to be honest um, I think they just pitched them all at casual level. yeah, yeah. like because you can you can definitely build an alright werewolf deck or an all right yeah. spirits deck. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, spirits, spirits, spirits probably, probably the one that is closest. Yeah. yeah, and zombies as well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but those are more madness decks than zombie decks. As yeah, such. actually, it's very interesting that because I, yeah, I'll play, I played every variation of zombie decks in the last season, yeah. and like, yes, yeah, so few of them actually yeah, run zombies. And yeah, like they, they don't have any zombie lords, do they? Yeah, no, they don't. No, no. even though yeah. there are there are zombie lords in standard, aren't there? Well, there's Cryptbreaker, which yeah. isn't a lord, but. It, Sort of, it's the yeah. most strong mm-hmm. zombie synergy card, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and then there's was a decent draft that was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. that's kind uh, of a Yeah, and, and I think there's so many. Um, yeah, I, when I was looking at innovating the deck and kind of to try and change it, I found that there's so many uh, zombie cards that seem like they should just fit right into the deck because there's zombies like, you know, like, what's yeah. Relentless Dead? Yeah, yes, um, yeah. Like, well, yeah, that was that had a lot of hype when it was yeah. super hype card. Yeah, it was good. It was like it was pre ordering for like 15 bucks or something. Yeah, like it was mm-hmm. very, yeah. very expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, and I, I think the reason why that's not in this in any of the zombie decks is because, like like I said, they're not zombie decks or mm. madness decks mm-hmm. that they'll take advantage of this card. Right, and yeah. and with the spirits, like Selfless Spirit and Spellqual are obviously brilliant cards, but there was no reason to run them in a spirits deck rather yeah. than just in a sort of value mid range great creatures deck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, like they didn't they didn't print any of the or reprint any of the uncommon kind of lords from last time in Innistrad. No, so. Yeah, there's there's no reason to make your whole deck spirits and get an advantage for that. You just run the cards that are already great. Yeah, which uh, I, and I think that's a very intentional decision on Wizards' part mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in how they they want these cards to be incorporated into deck building for yeah. standard. Uh, the the only the only card that really pushed spirits energy a lot was uh, Mausoleum Wanderer, I suppose. Rattle yeah, change well. yeah, Rattle Chains too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and that and people did think that would be a deck. Like, yeah, and I, I think it is. Yeah, a fringe deck, probably like tier. Three, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely win games. I mean, Mausoleum Wanderer can only counter instance sorceries, can it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, if that could, could counter Planeswalkers, that then, would be, that'd be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In sort of current standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, you can always see it where it falls flat with the vampires in, in, in that block. Not, like, the, the vampires were very deep in their. You know, other vampires get, get plus one, plus one. There's mm-hmm. a Stensia Banquet where you deal damage to. Obviously, it's like a limited card, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you see a few decks trying to make design to make the the vampire stuff work in standard, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it really just yeah, falls apart. Yeah, yeah, even obviously nuts cards like Drana and Olivia, Vol- uh, Olivia, whatever she's called, uh, Olivia. What's the new Olivia called? Uh, oh, yeah. mobilize for war. Yes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah mobilize yeah. for war. Um, even those cards, they weren't even enough to push yeah. vampires as ever as a good deck ever really. No, I, although I think maybe 
I think R&D probably thought they were good enough, those particular cards. They Drana probably especially. did, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of players initially when they saw Drana were like, brilliant, get yeah, in yeah. my deck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But then it turns out you're playing a 2-3 three for 3 most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's hilarious though, because it's indeed bad Drana is, despite what everyone thinks. I, think, yeah. I, remember, I remember people were trying to buy it up before uh, Shadows came out, because they were thought, oh, it's going to be Vampires and Shadows, yeah. Drana's going to get good. And then the same thing happened when uh, Copter was banned. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you got to, you got to, you got to. Yeah, people were like, oh my God, this is finally <laughs> Drana's time to shine. And now we're, we're, we're in a meta that's dominated by a green, like, that's almost dominated by a green black tokens deck. Yeah. That's yeah. aggressive. And Drana still doesn't fit still into not that. Good enough. Yeah, even, she has been in a couple <laughs> of she's versions actually, of yeah, it, but yeah. I don't think she's ever been like the best three drop yeah. you can put in. Like, I will say the card is great in cube. So yeah, it's if you're in any kind of uh, black aggressive deck, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's not that easy to deal with in cube. Whereas in standard, you're, you're, it's all like your removal will take care of it. A crazy snowball card. Yeah, you, like, you, you can connect all, once. Yeah, yeah, that's you, like yeah, you're very far ahead. But then again, Rishkar enters the battlefield, and you're very far ahead. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's exactly. it. Yeah, I can to that. Three man is six six. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that. Was our Amonkhet discussion? This <laughs> <laughs> is organic. We let it flow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's not much to talk about yet. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's it's very far yeah. in advance. I mean, yeah. we we still have modern master spoiler season before before we even come close to Amonkhet spoiler season. So can we talk about uh, that? Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, yes. okay. So we had a, a reveal of some of the packaging from Modern Masters, and on the packets, uh, the 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 foil outer packets. We have uh, the art for Dombry Raid, Grizzlebrand. Ooh. Ooh, again, kind of. <laughs> and Stoic Angel. Thank God, everybody's uh, Stoic Angel. Uh, and people, then we also have the box art, which people are speculating could be Snapcaster. Yeah, it's sort of a weird, it's sort of an old looking man, sort of. Isn't yeah, it? it's kind of strange, but it's very blue. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks very Innistrad like. I thought it was Old Man of the Sea when I saw it, but, I don't I don't, even but know that's not modern legal. It's uh, Old Man of the Sea is a, a blue creature that you can tap to uh, to control magic, a small creature you're playing. Oh, okay, so okay. Cool. okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, but it's, I don't think it's modern legal, and it would okay. be very weird yeah. for it to be the box art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be very strange. That would be a curveball. It's like a, a hint to the people who are playing modern masters. <laughs> it's like, you're old, go away. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's almost got to be Snapcaster. People yeah. have thought Snapcaster was a shoe-in for this set for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, people also thought Liliana of the Veil was, which is maybe looking slightly less likely now. Yeah, it seems yeah. that she would be on a pack art. She's such an iconic yeah. card. But... The interesting thing is, well, the, the reason that people think uh, Snapcaster is a shoe in because it's a modern staple, very expensive. Um, they 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 were obviously willing to reprint it as a as a RPTQ promo. Was that what it was? It was a judge promo. A judge, judge promo. Yeah. Okay, and um, also they they said that they they always give like a time frame of when these reprints are coming from from the modern history of modern or whatever, and they mm-hmm. said that they're particularly focusing on Innistrad and Return to Ravnica. In this, okay. in this particular modern mass, so that's why people think it's Snapcaster, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Um, and I, I think in 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 reprints of um, player, what are they called? Player reward the player cards. Rewards, yeah. Um, player rewards. Those, it's the, world world champion rewards. Is that what they were? Oh, the the invitational cards. Invitational cards. Yeah, that's yeah. what they are. Yeah. In the in the reprints of those, they tend to not use the, the original, original art cards, with yeah. the with the face of the player who won. So they've all been. Maybe they haven't all been reprinted, but Solemn 
uh, Simulacrum and yeah. Dark Confidant were both mm-hmm. reprinted with different art mm-hmm. into Commander and into Return to Ravager. Was that what Bob was in? Dark Confidant. He was yeah. in Modern Masters one and two. Oh, sorry, that was yeah. that was that reprint. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's they won't use the the Invitational art again. No, probably not. So yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's a lot of people kind of there was a lot of backlash against that that Judge promo art because uh, it's very green. It shows a guy kind of oh, yeah. charging up, but he has like a red flame or piece of energy coming from his hand. He's wearing blue, he but he has a red like flame. A yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. But then the back, the background that he's standing against is like a green hill. So people yeah, thought it that it wasn't very appropriate. I think it's really cool. Art yeah. I, thought, I thought it was cool, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the rationale for uh, Snapcaster, I suppose. But a lot of people were saying like, oh, well, if Lily's not on the pack art, then she's not in the set. Uh, but I think they only revealed three pack arts, and I don't think they ever only have three. I think that they generally have five or six. But wasn't Lily on the pack art for that set? For what set was she in? Innistrad. For Innistrad. Wasn't she the booster pack art for that? I think she might have been on the box even. Yeah, so that makes me think that they wouldn't reuse that art. I don't think they'll ah, change yeah. the art, and mm. I don't think they would use it on boosters for Modern Masters. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it could just go into that, yeah. And it might yeah. even just be down to like. Yeah, the, the the packs of Lilian on them will look too similar to the Innistrad ones that are on them, or something. It could be, like, I feel yeah. like... Uh, well, they won't because the Modern Masters packs are the little cardboard things. Oh, no, they're, no, they're, 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 they're using the... These are normal visions, aren't they? Yeah, that, right, okay. That oh, was yeah. a, a one-off <laughs> that was an failed experiment. It is, it is very satisfying to peel, peel off that cardboard thing. I've only yeah, had I, cracked one, yeah, but it was... I, it was I think good. it was fine, that, that packaging, that cardboard packaging. The only problem is people were complaining that the cards were getting damaged, and they were a lot. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, especially the edges, because the, the, the cards could kind of shake around a little right. bit inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a problem. And also, I think some, some people got their cards like trapped inside the cardboard, like between two, two mm. sleeves of the cardboard. So, yeah. 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 Um, basically, they can't do that. So, yeah. Well, well, yeah. It's like, obviously, we were speculating about like, the... We, we could expect like, a, lot, a lot about the art and kind of like, what cards they represent, the cards they represent or what they don't represent. But yeah. very much be like <clears> the decision to put these characters on these packets was like something that was it was decided by you know, say a marketing team that was very separate from the yeah. gameplay. So it could be like you know here's a these are characters that will look good on packets yeah. uh, and it's completely independent of. That's what true. cards are good or cards yeah. are liked. Yeah. Uh, because it's very easy. People get open arms about every tiny decision that Wizards comes out with and, and it's, it's easy to avoid It's easy to get caught up in the, yeah, Reddit, the Reddit outrage. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I will say that the other revealed cards, Grizzlebrand, Dummy Raid and Stoic Angel, or the actual reveal cards because Snapcaster hasn't been revealed, yeah, are yeah. all very disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> true. that's true. Like, Grizzlebrand was the GP promo last year. It costs four euro a copy at the moment mm. for a GP promo, Grizzlebrand. Stoic Angel is... <laughs> and, and presumably Grizzlebrand is taking one of the mythic slots. Yeah, exactly. I imagine it's not downgraded to rare. And it's basically unplayable and limited, unless... Well, they, unless they have a strong reanimated team. But, yeah, yeah, which would... Uh, could be cool, I guess. Though mm. that theme was they had that in Eternal in Masters, Eternal Masters yeah, yeah. So I doubt they'll reuse that. Uh, so that just is, I think, is terrible. No one cares about Dormy Raid. Poor Dormy Raid. Like there's a there's a sort of fringe modern deck where uh, it's it's you play Phyrexian Obliterator and Dormy Raid and have your Phyrexian Obliterator fight other things and make them sack permanence. Pretty sweet. That's, Fair that's enough. Literally the only deck I've ever heard of people willingly putting <laughs> Dominic right into in the last couple of years. And Stoic I'm, Angel is just is just for limited. It's just a rare for limited, I guess. That's true, yeah. But why have that as one of the first 
spoiled cards then. I don't yeah. understand that. I mean, I guess what Al said about um, like a marketing team could have picked these because you do have you have a planeswalker. Okay, yeah. we obviously we're gonna have at least I would say two planeswalkers in the set. Yeah, and it's like okay, well we're gonna have a planeswalker. Uh, maybe Liliana's the other one, but they just didn't want to reveal her yet. Could be. Um, then they have a big demon who yeah. is who is very well known and popular, etc. Um, and then you have an angel and casual players like angels. So, so yeah, I can actually easily see that being it. And know. to be fair to them, this this wasn't the start of spoiler season. It was yes. just the the art being revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a pre spoiler. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about those things. Uh, maybe we'll just go hit one more thing. Uh, Wizards uh, programs to promote standard over the last few months and the next few months. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we saw uh, recently before was it before Ether Revolt or before Kaladesh? I don't remember exactly uh, when they had that um, standard showdown. Yeah, and you could get a chance to win prize packs uh, of. A foil, a random foil of any rarity, plus two rares or mythics from standard, excluding Oath of the Gatewatch for some reason. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, there was no, yeah, no Oath of the Gatewatch uh, <laughs> rares or mythics in that. Um, so they've announced that they're bringing that back uh, for Amonkhet, I believe, or just before Amonkhet. And then they've also uh, announced a couple of programs related to uh, attendance at standard. I think it's if you attend 14 events over the next however many weeks, uh, you get a pack of. Uh, uh, not a playset, but one of each of the Battle for Zendikar dual lands. Yeah, okay. At the oh, end of that, who, whoever, anybody yeah. who does it gets that. And then they're also doing some cor- some kind of um, open day, magic open day, which is intended for new players to come yeah. down and, and, and get, you know, get playing the game. Yeah, and is, is that the event that you get the, they get the <clears throat> full art basics from Amoncat at that? Yeah, I'm not sure where they're, where those come from. But it is for yeah. I don't know. It is, for it new is that from yeah. that? I think I think I, I I know it's directed towards you players. So yeah, yeah. Because uh, a lot of people are saying it's kind of you know, like you players don't care about the full art. Lands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full art lands are more for uh, for yeah. enfranchised players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. I think like standard showdown. Having I went to all of them for Kaladesh mm-hmm. and. It, like the packs weren't great let's be honest yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I feel like every pack that I saw being opened was just terrible yeah. the best pack I saw being opened I think was a Grim Flare and, yeah, and that yeah, was it and that, that was having gone to uh, to all were there three standard showdowns four of them I, can't, I, can't remember. Yeah, I think there was four four I went to all of them anyway yeah. that was, that was I, saw, I saw basically one money card get opened mm-hmm. at, uh, over mm-hmm. the course of the four tournaments so the packs weren't great but I just enjoyed having sort of a just a, just another sort of local standard tournament to go to, especially yeah. on Saturdays. It's just nice yeah, to cool, have yeah. a tournament that that feels like it has a little bit more of an extra prize to it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It felt, felt, felt very similar to game day in that sense. That yeah, it's like it's it's like yeah, casual tournament, but it has it's a, the stakes are a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, slightly higher. Um, so I thought I I enjoyed it even even though the prizes weren't great and people. Complained a lot about this, the state of those booster packs. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw someone open a foil planes. Oh, <laughs> oh no. it, wasn't even, it wasn't even the full art one. It was like the, the one of the normal one. like yeah. ones. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. <laughs> it's like you get the three cards, is it? So it's like yeah, yeah three cards. Yeah, like, it's kind of like when you get it's like when you open a treasure chest in uh, in in Mono, It's like you get like one card that could be really cool, and those two like commons. Like well, why? <laughs> so why are they in there? Yeah, yeah I mean. It wouldn't kill them, I think, to have a curated list or even... Well, I suppose there's like there's some commons that you wouldn't mind getting in foil, like a, a Tune with Ether or something like a that. Fiery yeah. Temper. The Fiery Temper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, there's a lot of playable commons and uncommons that you'd like, but maybe a curated list of even the rares, or even something like if you got a rare, you'd get you get two of the same rare, so it gives you half a playset or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I heard sort of a conspiracy theory esque thing on Twitter where people were saying that uh, standard attendance had dropped a lot mm-hmm. because of the dominance of bad company and then the dominance of the 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 sort of Emerald decks mm. and stuff like that. And, yeah, and blue white flash and blue white flash. And then Copter came out, so it, so people were saying it was sort of hastily thrown together as a as an attempt to get standard mm, attendance back okay. up. I don't quite believe that, to be honest. I mean, obviously, it was an attempt to get yeah, to get people, that, yeah, yeah but hastily, I don't know, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we, we don't. I mean, that, that that requires quite a lot of planning, yeah. I'm sure. It does. Although the exclusion of both of the gay watch that seems that is weird. <laughs> it I have not heard until now. I would love to know that why. Very actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because um, there's so many money cards in in. Old yeah, games. like Oath of the Gatewatch is really good yeah. for for small even as rares. Like, yeah, you got like uh, Smasher and Talos yeah, here. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, And then <laughs> Mythics, you have like Miss of Voices Endicar and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, very strange. But um, I don't know. We, we'll see what happens with the with the next revision of it. Definitely. But even you guys, I didn't manage to get to as many as you guys because I had stuff on. But um, I remember during the first one, you guys told me that there was like 24 players or something yeah. like that, mm. and then the next. The next week was like ten or something, yeah, yeah. and then eight, and then eight. Yeah. Right. So like it was quite like people obviously must have been really disappointed with the facts. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, but there was there was other well, no, support. Yeah. It was a normal yeah, normal yeah. tournament. Other than that, though. Yeah, I would have liked to. I would like to see them throw more prize support into it and have and have a top eight as well because it was just a four round tournament with no top eight. Yeah, I think a top eight would be sweet actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm not expecting them to do playmats like for game day or whatever. That, I'm fine with that just being a game day thing. Yeah, uh, that's that's a cool kind of unique prize. But uh, yeah, just just some other sort of prize. I'm sure there's something they could throw in and, and mm-hmm. make it feel like more of us more mm. add more prestige to the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, hopefully those those efforts to revitalize standard get going over the next while. I'm, yeah. Uh, Wonder if we'll have any bands to go along with that, but uh, Gideon. That's oh yeah, is, is, Gideon. A, is a band? Yeah, is there, is <laughs> I don't there, think that. They're not going to ban Gideon. No, no. I like them too. But yeah. I, I will say that they definitely, considering the the fact that they changed the rotation again, they did not expect that Gideon did. to still be legal in standard. At this yeah, point. yeah, and he should be gone with Amoncat, isn't yeah. it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm back to it. Everything rotates the old way now, but except for Gideon, he doesn't. <laughs> ro- he, he he's rotating. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that probably goes back to the thing we said about. Um, there probably won't be fetch lands in Amonkhet because there's a dual lands you can fetch up from yeah. from BFC, which yeah, they yeah. acknowledge they, as a major mistake. Yeah, but when I, well, it's, but if they, I know that they work so far in the future that they thought they they've anticipated BFC to have rotated by the time Amonkhet came out. That's, That's true. Yeah, that so it could be point. it could be like a fetch. But to be honest, um, a land cycle is very easily replaceable. Oh, so yeah. I don't think that would oh, ever yeah. Yeah. like when as soon as they made that decision, they would like because obviously they made the decision before they announced it as well. Um, and they announced it a good while ago now, the, the change from that old, the, the new rotation of twice a year to back to the old yeah. one of once mm-hmm. a year. So as soon as they knew that they were doing that, they obviously would. Uh, and and if they thought that there was going to be a, a conflict between fetch lands and yeah. fetchable duels, they would yeah change it so that the fetch lands would go in the yeah. next block or two blocks away or whatever. Yeah, I guess like the names of, of these uh, land cycles are very, very generic names. Like, you can just like, switch them out. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, There's not much you can... Um, uh, the the other thing though is that John Avon made some posts a while ago that he he painted he did five paints in acrylic a cycle and people think that they're the fetchlands and he said that they would be released in nine months from now when he said that which is next month I think 
Right. So people are thinking it could actually be Modern Masters. That, yeah, we haven't uh, seen them. I mean, John Avalon's are just always beautiful. I'm just I'm yeah. excited to see yeah. what they are. Yeah, they could be... Oh, no, they're not the full arts, because they already revealed the full arts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we go to a discussion of a tournament? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, sure. kind of a tournament report style yeah. thing. Um, I guess the only thing that... Because we haven't had any PPTQs for a while here, so... Um, no, we're, we all regularly go to... The, the three of us to the Thursday Night Standard in, in Gamers World in Dublin. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our local tournament. So, uh, so yeah, if there aren't any major tournaments to report on, I guess we'll just, yeah, do, we'll, we'll just do a report on that. Um, and this is not, it's not like, uh, oh, FNM, it's terrible, you know, because there are quite a lot of players who come to the regular tournaments, uh, the standard tournaments in, in in Dublin that are, you know, the best players in the country. Yeah. 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 So it's, <laughs> it's something I was really really happy with again, like again I was saying I, I played Street Fighter mm. and came to play Magic I was very surprised like positively and, and really happy with how competitive the level is in the shop mm-hmm. it's because you read things on Reddit about F&M and like people talk about oh you, you know you can bring whatever brew to your F&M and, and, do, well, yeah, and yeah. do well or whatever it's not really what it's like yeah, it's not, yeah, this, yeah. No, not at all. it is strong about it. I mean there are people and I'm not I'm not knocking those people who bring like their own brews every week to our to our Thursday nights um, in the shop, but like they don't they don't ever do well. No, um, I mean I'm not they're they're cool decks and that's yeah, a great, yeah. great thing to do. But they they're playing against yeah, Green yeah black like counters the, and Jessica Healy yeah. and Marty Vehicles, so yeah, they, they just yeah. don't win. Yeah, uh, which like I think it's really cool that people bring their own decks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're all spikes. Let's be honest. So yeah. we were happy just to play against good decks and people yeah. playing taking it seriously. So. Yeah. And even there have been a, a couple of interesting, good brews as well. Like yeah. Cully, uh, one of the local players, um, he always brings kind of a yeah. brew, and his brews are generally good. They are. He's a good, good player. Yeah. He, he selects he, good cards. Yeah, Warf, Warf Infiltrator. That's going to be the next. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that wasn't great though. Yeah, I thought. It was. <laughs> I was talking to him after the tournament. He was still very high on it. He was. Uh, it's a good card. Um, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about, <laughs> I mean, about yeah. War Infiltrator. Has I mean, a lot of upside. Uh, uh, obviously, yeah. its its worst enemy is Liliana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, Nobody's playing Liliana. If no one's playing moment, Liliana. So. It doesn't yeah. look that bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 I lost a game to an abundant Ma Castrigger. That's a lose tree life. Yeah, well. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I, yeah. See Rhino's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That was that abundant mod, my god. But, um, but uh, yeah, I suppose let's go through uh, yeah, sure. yeah. how we did on Thursday. Um, so I suppose we'll just go around and each say what, what yeah. deck we played. I suppose yeah, you can go last if we're going to go to the deck of the week. Sure, yeah. 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 Cool, so uh, I'll start. I was on Jessica Sahili. I've been on it since the start of the season. Um, I wasn't sure even when I, when I started playing it kind of how strong it would be. The first week was the week of the... The Pro Tour, I believe, that I, mm-hmm. that I played it in the shop because mm-hmm. I missed the first week. Yeah. Um, and I, the deck has been solid the entire time. It's definitely the deck I've played in Standard that I feel like has the, the most severe bad matchups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the deck can obviously win out of the blue randomly if people, if mm-hmm. people you know, get a little bit greedy against you. But you just lose to a lot of solid decks and you lose pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's been a struggle playing this deck week to week, I gotta say. But uh, but Thursday went well. Um, I played against McKaylee, who's 
probably out and out the best player in the shop, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, who plays regularly. He was testing for GP Utrecht, uh, which is which is on now, where he day two'd, and I'm not sure yeah, what his I think was. he has a solid record at the moment, like eight, yeah. eight, eight four or nine, nine three at the moment. Yeah. It's not over yet. But, uh, no, but it looks like he's going to cash, and uh, he always brings a great deck, <clears> and <throat> I had a good series of games against him. We went to time, and he killed me. Um, just just in the last last turn or second last turn or something mm-hmm. like that, I believe. Uh, so I played against. So he was on sort of Jund mid range. It was Delirium mid range. So he had okay. he had traverses. So not energy. Not energy. No. Okay. So he had um, he had traverses. He had uh, Chandra. He had Goblin Dark Dwellers. Okay. Painful truth. Wow. Making a resurgence. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Sounds pretty good. It was it was a really really sweet deck. Um, so it was. He was kind of. It sounds pretty good against the other green black counters decks. Yeah, I think it, I think it probably has a good matchup against that. Um, vehicles. It probably had a bad matchup against me. He had traverse. Oh, yeah. Or sorry, yeah. he had a transgress the mind, mm-hmm. but that, that was about all he. Had. He also had pick the brain actually. Oh okay. Which oh, yeah. I gotta say it was a superstar because yeah. he got to play it early and then flash it back once off dark dwellers oh, when he oh, had delirium. Wow, that's, nice. that's pretty sweet. Which was really strong. And yeah. traverse the Ulvenwald and dark dwellers is a great combo because that's you can true, just yeah. chain it, get your second dark dwellers, yeah. cast something else. Mm-hmm. So the deck was just just a great value deck. Michaeli is is well known as as being just a master Jun player in modern. Yeah. And he has sort of created a similar deck for his <laughs> Yeah, actually. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you say it. He's like yeah. this, this Jun modern deck is pretty good. I wonder if I can play it in standard. Yeah, yeah so he's playing the best good. removal. He was playing sort of a value threats like Tireless Tracker. Yeah. He was playing a three-mana Liliana, just like modern Jun does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's playing... like, like almost all the cards are two-for-one, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, 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 value, like yeah. Chandra Torch of Defiance, he was saying he has one copy in his modern deck now as well, and he's playing it in standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really felt like that deck was great. I hadn't seen it before. I'm not sure if it was a brew or, or where he got the list, but it mm-hmm. was uh, it was it was an excellent yeah. deck. And my other matchups were uh, black green um, counters, which I won um, my third round. I can't remember at the moment. And then my fourth round was against Josh. He was on the black green energy, and he beat me with that. He had he had he was actually Abzan. Abzan, oh, Abzan. Yeah. 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 So he, so he had Gideon. He had Gideon, yeah, which I'm not. I think he was actually green, white, splash, black, more. Oh yeah, because I, I I feel like his only black card was winding constrictor. Oh no, yeah, probably probably removed. Fatal push as well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, he had game two. He had he had what has to be the absolute nut draw for his deck. It was <laughs> I got absolutely destroyed. He had um, I think turn one a tune. Uh-huh. Uh, turn one constrict. Turn two constrictor. I think turn three Nissa. Turn four Rish or Rishkar, or did he have another constrictor? Anyway, they were just counters flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> the, the Nissa minus when you have a plant and a winding constrictor and a Rishkar, there's just Bonkers, the, the yeah. plus one plus one counters that were just insane. Mm-hmm. He killed me on turn five when I had uh, on the play. He was on the play, I believe, when I had uh, when I had a fumigate in hand. Just, okay. just died before I could untap and play it. Oh, oh that, no, he's such a huge yeah. was brutal. So, so that was Sweet, a yeah. that was a good matchup. I hadn't played against his deck before. He had a nice brew. Um, so yeah, that was my tournament. I went two two, and yeah, that's that's. I've basically been going two two most most weeks, but yeah. I'm, but I'm happy enough with it. It's uh, I feel like I'm playing a lot of bad matchups, and I'm okay, yeah. I'm, I'm squeezing yeah. some wins out of it. Oh yeah, no, those, those are the, the, the whole the whole meta is geared you know to defeat your deck. Don't it's like it, you know it it's, is it's on yeah. radar, like. I feel like maybe slightly less so at the moment because yeah. I feel like people 
are kind of the the targets more on vehicles i think yeah, yeah. at the moment yeah people kind of rely on vehicles and and stuff keeping Sahili down and then they'll focus on the vehicles matchup and the green black matchup yeah okay. exactly and uh and i think i'm the only person playing against guys Sahili in the shop so people probably yeah, aren't that so. bothered about it yeah mm-hmm. uh but yeah anyway it was, but it was a really good i had i think all my matches were good just mm-hmm. uh, just competitive just close matches mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. I, I had a great tournament yeah, yeah. how about you all yeah so i've um i've been playing yeah so this season i'm playing uh, blue red emerge uh it's uh yeah, the, the deck is pretty insane. Sometimes you just get you know, an opening hand that looks winning the game. You can mm-hmm. so you can often be chaining LD fiends as early as turn three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, and there's only a very interesting matchup. So the first match uh, was against uh, yeah against uh, Roland. He was on uh, black green uh, black green counters. I think I won game one, but uh, he brought in Cletus uh, from the side for for game two. And Cletus was shuts my deck down completely. Uh, and it's and I think it's I. I, I there's like there's I've there's plenty of removal in the in the blue red deck, but um, mm-hmm. once your creatures go over six toughness, uh, it's you just can't counter them. Yeah, because yeah. what you have cause return and, and lighting and yeah, that's yeah. as high as it gets for you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, think, I think sometimes you have to rely on like activating two cause extra turns from the graveyard mm-hmm. and to wipe the board for ten, but or just tapping stuff. Yeah, turn after turn. Yeah, I yeah. suppose is the other way so, to win. Yeah, Kalidus is a superstar. He's yeah. I think because uh, I've played him a lot over the last year or so as well. I think he's got to be one of the best standard sideboard cards mm-hmm. of all time mm-hmm. yeah, just as a, as a creature certainly he's just he's such a house yeah, I mean, yeah it's, it's the closest thing you have to graveyard hate the moment and yeah, yeah. and that's not a lot, a lot of decks not, not even the zombie decks I've got the delirium decks that rely on the graveyard yeah yeah, uh, yeah but Kalida says dies yeah it's not whenever they enter the graveyard from anywhere it's right, dies, so. yeah. dies yeah they yeah. have to die yeah yeah, so like, so you can still do stuff like Kataric yeah. Reunion then. Yeah, because you know, yeah. well, I, 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 I made some. I think it was it wasn't so much misplay. I think we we both just <coughs> arranged the triggers wrong. That uh, he had, yeah, so he had three creatures on the battlefield. Um, I had LD Fiend in hand. I could have swing in for five for lethal. So I was waiting. I was going to wait till the end of his turn to flash in LD Fiend, mm-hmm. tap down three creatures and, and attack. Mm-hmm. Then I flash in LD Fiend. Then, uh, then you know, when I merged out of one of my guys, he got a zombie. And then uh, I think I I I'd already. I, the, the, the way the sequence should go is that you know the, the zombie is on the battlefield when my tap down trigger goes on the sack. Yeah. Uh, but we just both missed it, and I'd already, I'd already said, oh, three, I, 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 I asked and said, oh yeah, those three die guys in that land. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, mean, you, I think you chose your we, we both missed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's something, it's like something to look out for in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way that works is Kalidus is a replacement effect. It's not a trigger. Yeah. So yeah, it it should happen instantly. And just a note: if you're playing at competitive Oriel. Uh, both players have the responsibility to maintain the game state for that. So it's not like a trigger where if your opponent misses a trigger, it's it's on them. For for the Kalidus replacement ability, uh, you both have to watch out for it and try and uh, okay, try yeah. and keep it. You can both get a warning mm-hmm. if your opponent misses yeah. his Kalidus zombie. Yeah, basically. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm not, I was like, because that zombie could block. Yeah, that was that, that That's a game around. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 And then you didn't. Yeah, I, mean, I was. Being, I, I, mean, I think. Yeah, I was. I I, I was going to should have. Yeah, wait, wait. I should have. Um, I was just too quick announcing my triggers um, yeah, before yeah. Yeah, the, the, the back happened. But yeah, so there's something I definitely to look out for. Uh, so I played that, then I played, um, so I lost that, then I played against that, uh, yeah, Cody's Blue Black Zombie deck. We're talking about the War Infiltrator, which is a house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, you know, like, all, all, all the treaties. Nothing in the format blocks it. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's true. Except uh, for Felinar Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just so if people if people don't know what we're talking about with Warfield oh, yeah. Infiltrator because that's possible uh, it's uh, one of the blue for a 1-1 with Skulk which Skulk is it can't be blocked by a creature with uh, power greater uh, and when it attacks or sorry when it deals combat damage to a player you can pay 2 and 
No, yeah. you can no, sorry. Call, no, you just, you, you just yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, combat damage to a player, you lose. Yeah, and then whenever you discard a creature card, you can pay two to make it three two Eldrazi Scion. Yeah, so I, Eldrazi Horror. Horror. Yeah, yeah. 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 Three, two, horror. Three, two, horror. And actually, that that. Uh, I'm just gonna practice. We can edit this out. Skull crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> whenever anyone opens the can, but it's shout skull crack. Skull crack. <laughs> you got your hands on the ground there if you want to work with. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was because they were, we were both. You know, heavily invested in all this graveyard bullshit. It was um, it was a very, it was a very interesting game because he has. I think he relies on Gear Four Ori. You know what? The four man. I think it's four man artifacts. Um, that is yes. Uh, that's one of those rare artifacts that you can't remember what it does. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like four. Well, no, not four or five. There's like three four mana rare artifacts from Kaladesh. That all do mental things. Yeah, and it's like really either Fluxari, whatever, yeah, yeah. This Marvel. Is, this one is I, I something to do with discarding lands. Is yeah, it? it's, I think I think I might get this wrong, but it's a uh, it's both so both players can play two lands per turn, which yes. it feels like it's kind of not it's irrelevant, but it's yeah. just obviously it, it it, the whole thing is is uh, symmetrical. Is symmetrical. Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, and then it's a uh, whatever. I think at an upkeep, if, uh, if if a player has no cards in the row keep. They draw three or something like that. Yeah. So the idea is he he's discarding so much to hunt the dead and stuff. Uh, he he goes down to zero cards very quickly. And it's kind of and then yeah, then he's going to draw three, um, and keep the engine going because you know with, with these zombie decks, it's when you it's like it's it's really bad to top deck in them. Uh, so yeah, my deck is awful to top deck in because like you know you get when you're when you're behind the board, you're drawing from top of your library. You can draw some great cards like Tormenting yeah. Voice or Cardiac Reunion <laughs> or Lightning yeah. Axe yeah. or Elmadi Fiend. You know, yeah, and then you're stuck you're, for basically yeah. two turns doing it's, nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it's because you need at least two cards in your yeah. hand to to bring back like a Stitchwing Scab or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I have Fever Visions to do that for me, and he has your Bori to do it for him. That's okay. very that's very interesting because your Fever Vision should shut down. Sometimes, at least, his gear per order, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so yeah. Extra cards in his. So house. I think actually, yeah, I think in I think in in game one we didn't play out those cards because mm-hmm. we knew that was going to be too much advantage for the other person. But okay. I think sometimes it's probably right to then yeah to play on the side um, for game two. But, uh, but yeah, it actually, I mean, it, was, it, was, it was it was a really interesting game because like there's so many just strange triggers happening and. Yeah, and, and of I course think, he had those abundant moths. Yeah, abundant. Yeah, I think I think he was only playing them to. He, he yeah, he, he couldn't find it to send them. Yeah, <laughs> so he played abundant moths. I was like, that's pretty. Obviously, it's you know results oriented thinking because yes. I was like, oh my god, I just lost to an abundant moth. He killed yeah. me for three. That's kind yeah. of so good. Like that probably never happens. It was the same when I played him. It was if he had it to send him mine better, I would have won the game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So I, 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 I won that. That was a really interesting match, uh, and then I went on to. Uh, Win the next two games, which are both against our deck of the week. Okay, and one of them was against Stable Wolf, which I beat. <laughs> but it's a, it's an obscenely good matchup for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, so. I was playing uh, Teamer Tower, which is kind of the which is our deck of the week. Yeah. So I suppose as part of the tournament report, we can talk yeah. about it because um, it's kind of broken out this weekend at GP Utrecht. There's quite a lot of players playing it to good results. Um, originally designed by I think either Shota Yasuoka or Oliver Chu. I'm not sure. One of them designed it I think and the other one made a revision to it um, and basically it just it's kind of like the blue red control uh, Dynavolt Tower controls uh, that have been going around uh, except it adds green as a way to make your towers nuts it's sort of a mix between like the Dynavolt control and four color Sahili without yeah. the Sahili combo yeah, which yeah that's what it feels like. is very strange to <laughs> say yeah but the deck because surely that's worse yeah it's, it's like why would you do that but the deck the deck just generates a crazy amount of value yeah yeah um 
like um I don't I won't go too much into my into my tournament because I actually I went two two I, I really went one three but um <laughs> but I, I I just conceded in the last round uh, because there was no way that I was gonna make prizes so if my opponent yeah. can make prizes, then whatever. Then I'm, gonna, the I'm just going to concede to them. What about the league? Uh, well, I won the last league. Oh, well, so. oh Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah. So we'll, um, put, we'll put your list in the show notes anyway. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I did see Raphael Levy in GP Utrecht was playing a four-color version with white. Right. He was like, right. it was, so it was like four-color tower control. But possibly I had the combo. I don't know. I imagine oh, yeah. if it has white, then that's probably what the... What, what that's for. Yeah. I was watching him on stream though and I'm, I don't think he had the combo but I'm not sure. But e- either way that's another psychological level right where if, if yeah. you see the Jeskai colors your opponent's... It's like they have yeah. six mana you're like oh no they could have a gear hook or yeah. they could have the combo. Uh, exactly yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, yeah you're very throwing your opponent off if you're yeah. for a few turns. That is, that is one of the things <laughs> that people are talking about when they say that the infinite combo warps this format. Yeah. Is that your opponent might not even be playing that deck, but you still have yeah. to play like they're playing that it's, deck yeah, exactly. until, until you know for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it, would be, it always feels really bad to be like, like I have such a strong value play that I can't make because I don't want to tap it, tap it on turn four. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I won a game on Thursday because my opponent just tapped out on turn four. And, yeah. uh, and I had the Sahelian play already and I yeah. just went, there we go, I win. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, so I wouldn't have done that if if he hadn't tapped out regardless mm-hmm. of removal yeah. mm-hmm. but it's that's just a messed up way to to play <laughs> yeah. that, even you know? sometimes even sometimes the, the Sahidi player um, their opponent is not tapped out but they're like well the only way for me to win this game is just to combo it, so yeah. I'm going to go for it yeah. and then the opponent just happens to not have removal yeah, and you just win anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't get punished for it it's, so, it's, um, it's so yeah. but, but I think that's the context in which these Dynabolt towers are doing well yeah in terms of you almost get to like time walk your opponent multiple yeah. times yeah even though you're not because you're not playing the combo deck they have to leave mana up and when you're playing the the torrential gear hulk dynabolt tower plan and your opponent is going easy on you for the first three or four turns of the mm-hmm. game they're not tapping out and putting stuff on the board that just creates such an advantageous matchup for you yeah. out of nowhere out of what sh- probably should be bad matches this is it yeah yeah so I feel like that's the context of why this deck is good right now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it's a deck that really wants to be ahead, be, be ahead by the time it gets to turn you know, six and seven. And yeah, if your opponent's afraid to play creatures on turns four and five, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good for you. <laughs> that's and, true. E- and even if then they maybe figure it out, they start putting stuff on the board, you're flashing in Shielded Aether Thief and stuff like that. So you're you're still probably getting to turn six and casting your Gear Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would imagine, uh, well, you played the deck, but I would imagine yeah. it's... Uh, yeah, most of the time you are, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I never played against Mario Vehicles with it, but I assume that's probably an, actually an alright matchup for the deck, despite it being controlled and Mario Vehicles being aggro, because you just have so much of the stuff in your deck just answers it. Like, you have Negate's main board for their vehicles and, and their Planeswalkers, you have so much removal for their stuff, and once you get a tower a tower online, you just never have to be afraid of their creatures again. That, yeah, yeah I, I think, yeah, I suppose, yeah, and then I was about to, to talk about the deck itself, um, I know you're saying another guy who's playing it. We're saying they weren't happy with Shield of Aether Thief. I mean, Shield of Aether Thief sounds like it's a insane card because it's like I, I think I would have been happy with it if I played against Mario Vehicles. But if playing against a counters deck, yeah, it yeah. very quickly does yeah. not block properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, so what I was thinking was 
Yeah, so the, the way you described that to me, and the way the, the deck list looks like, looks like it's that it's you're going more all in on the terrors than the blue red control. Deck yeah, from before, so it's so on, and you want to sink all your you, 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 the place you want to sink your energy into is the terrors, and yeah. you don't know you, you don't necessarily want to sink your energy into drawing cards off the eight thief. Yeah, that, that, that actually happens a lot where you're like where you're in a situation where you have an eight thief on board and you have a tower. And you have like let's say six energy, and you don't have a lot going on in your hand, and you're like, well, do I want to shoot something with the tower, or do I yeah. want to draw a card? Because if I draw a card, I could draw something that generates me energy, and then I could get the tower as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're just left in a yeah. lot of awkward situations. I was thinking of maybe replacing the shield of Eternity with Ether Meltdown because it does oh, some yeah. of the same things in terms of generating energy and stopping attackers. It's I, a great card. Yeah. I was I was yeah. on blue white panharmonicon last season, and that card was a superstar for me. And yeah. I didn't even have a way to spend energy. In yeah, the yeah, because yeah. it shuts down hard hearing and yeah. uh, scrappy stranger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was, I was thinking of something even crazier. What if? So we saw. <laughs> right, we saw that uh, <laughs> ready I, in, in, in the games. In the games I played, like it, the different. It was like the difference between night and day. If they had a tower on board, it's or even two towers, it's so hard to. to yeah, actually, back. the the where you want to get to in the deck is to play, is to play the second tower. With like a negate or a disallow backup, yeah. Because once you get to that point, it's very difficult yeah. to lose. So that's why I think. Well, you're going to put a trophy mage. Trophy mage would work. No, I don't like. No, it. That, that'd be really bad because that's just like putting. Yeah, I understand. It, it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's like having extra copies of tower, but the format is way too fast. Mm. It's just you're you're not going to be like to top out on turn three for trophy mage and then just chump block with it and then on turn four. To play like tower, yeah. play your oh, tower, yeah, and yeah. one mana open is really bad. Well, you wouldn't even play the tower on turn four; you would leave other stuff open. But even on turn five, um, yeah, it's really yeah, no. I, I, yeah, I, 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 sorry, sense. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry I, I, really, oh, yeah, I, I thought, shut you down. I, I was like, I felt like the whole discussion. I, I as you can probably tell, I set up that discussion to lead me into having this great idea. It's like you know the way you said the new towers. You know the way you don't like the other two drop or the other thief. Well, how about this? Uh, yeah, I think it's really shit. No, because sometimes you just win by like Harness Lightning turn two, Void Chatter turn three, Brutal Expulsion turn four, and yeah. then turn five, Void Chatter again, or or, or Disallow again, yeah. and then yeah. and then Gear Hulk, and then yeah. you just win anyway. Yeah, without yeah. the tower sometimes. Okay, yeah. you haven't even cast Glimmer Genius. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. <laughs> turn four is yeah, Glimmer yeah. Genius. That's what you want to be. Yeah, doing. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you can hold the man up, so you have your uh, removal and your and your counters, and then if they don't, if they don't, if they don't play into either your answers, you're like, fine, I'll just Glimmer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so sweet. I love when I have like a removal spell and a Glimmer, or or a counter and a Glimmer in my hand, and I'm just like, they don't do anything or whatever, and I'm just like, I'm gonna Glimmer. Yeah, it so, feels yeah. very, very it's, good. Yeah, I, I think. And I'll, I will also tell you that there's nothing feels better than well, okay, not nothing, because I'll tell you what feels better, but uh, <laughs> playing a playing a Glimmer. When you have two towers on board, feels very good. You yeah. just get six energy. Six energy. But I imagine playing Glimmer when you have three towers on board feels even better, <laughs> even though I've never done that. Um, but yeah, Glimmer of Genius is incredible. It's great card. Yeah, I wasn't very that well high designed card. A very very well designed card. I wasn't that high on it when I, when I first saw it, and I was very sad about losing Read the Bones. Yeah, um, yeah. another very well designed card. Yeah, yeah great card as well. Uh, Glimmer of Genius is unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's incredible. Like, obviously you design your deck around it, but, oh my god, Torrential Gear Hulk, flashing back with the <laughs> It's so good. You like, you'll ne- like, in terms of like, because I love blue control decks, and it's very rare that I want to play one in standard, because mm. they're just not like blue control decks were back in the day. Yeah, 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 it's it. But Torrential Gear Hulk, drawing two of the extra cards, <laughs> scrying two and then drawing yeah, two yeah. cards. Two and a half cards, I feel yeah. like, yeah. I, 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 almost three cards because of the energy. 
Oh yeah, that yeah, the, the energy adds up to about maybe a third of a card, and then the the scry two is maybe also a half a card. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, like that feels close to like Snapcaster, and you flash back yeah. the crypto command. Yeah, it does. You know? Yeah, I think, I, I, well, maybe not that level. No, it's not. <laughs> <obviously> it's not <laughs> I mean, but I just named two of the best blue cards yeah. in Magic history. Yeah, and I'm wrong with saying mine. I feel yeah, and it's a lot less intensive on your blue mana. I like it, Glimmer, yeah. because you're, you're scrying, it's like, it's almost like it could just read, you know, draw two really good cards from yeah. the top of your library. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, you're always going to get something yeah. you want. Uh, one aspect of the Teamer Tower deck that Scrax. I really enjoyed was... Sorry. Um, <laughs> Do you want to review that? <laughs> just so we can edit Sorry. Yeah. yeah, no worries. One aspect of the Teamer Tower deck that I really enjoyed was uh, the ability to have, like, a tower or even two towers on board and be kind of late in the game, maybe turn five, turn six, if you don't have a gear hook or whatever, to uh, be able to cast a tune with ether and feel like you're getting quite a lot from it. Mm. Because you get the triggers off the tower. So you're getting like, if you have one tower, you get four energy. And then if you also have like a harness lightning in hand, you, you can basically kill yeah. anything because you have four then plus whatever you might have had before. And then your harness lightning is going to give you five. So you're going to have nine energy. You can literally kill a gear hook. Yeah. Or That's how it feels in Death Coast Sahili as well. Because the only use I have for the extra energy is harness lightning. Yeah. And I'm just kind of casting glimmers and stuff throughout the game. And I'll... Like, I, when I first started playing the deck, I was boarding out harness lightning against control. Okay. Because I felt like I might not... It might not kill, mm. kill gear hook. Yeah. It always kills always gear hook. Yeah. 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 Always. Yeah. Always. Uh, so that was a huge mistake I was making because I was leading in sort of immolating glare and stuff instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harness Lining is just a superstar. It's yeah. an amazing card. Yeah, because you know, when you play it out on turn two, you're going to be killing a two drop or a three drop. And then if you're yeah. going to play it on turn four or five or six, you'll incidentally have enough energy to kill the creatures you're playing on that turn. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. And for your deck, if you kill a two drop with it half the time, you have an energy left over as well. Exactly, yeah. It's yeah. very relevant. Very yeah, you just kind of accumulate energy over the course of the game. And, you, and Shield Eve as well plays mm. into that plan. Another reason why I might want to replace Shield Ether, Ether Thief with Ether Meltdown is that um, I think on average your Shield Ether Thief will give you two energy, which is what Ether Meltdown yeah. gives you. And it also, Ether Meltdown doesn't spend energy, it doesn't let you draw cards, but again, it will save that's kind of a life. conflict. Yeah, it'll save yeah. you more life in the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think though that like you were saying that like the Shield Ether Thief isn't great against the sort of the black green and stuff like that. But I would think that, like, say it blocks once and lives. Yeah. And then you can block again and draw a card. Yeah. I would think that's good enough for your two-drop in a control deck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and the fact that it has flash as well um, yeah. really yeah. helps. Maybe maybe it's actually Rogue Refiner is the card that needs replacing. Because there's a lot of times where I was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to tap out for this Rogue Refiner. I have other good stuff in my hand that I want to play at instant speed. But if I just pass my turn, then I've done... Like, let's say I have, like... Um, and negate a Harness Lightning and a Rogue Refiner in hand and I have four mana. <clears throat> I'd love to be able to like negate a Planeswalker and kill their creature, but I also need to develop my board, I need my fifth land, whatever. Um, so I often play out the Rogue Refiner and it ends up being a, a bad decision. Like there was one, uh, I think this is something that I need to improve myself personally in general, but there was one uh, game where I had a decision between, I felt like my opponent had some, I can't remember which, which uh, matchup it was, but I felt like my opponent had some kind of non-creature spell and I had a negate in my hand, and I had a rogue refiner. And both of us, I think, were stuck on four lands, and we're just passing back and forth. And I passed with the negate up, because I was like, okay, I'm going to hopefully catch something with this negate. And then he passed back to me after doing nothing. I was like, okay, well, I wasted my turn there. Yeah. And I drew my card, it still wasn't a land. And I was like, okay, well, this time I'm going to play the rogue refiner. I was like, why did I bother changing my play pattern there? 
Yeah. And then yeah. I, I played the rogue refiner and passed to him, and then he played, played like a planeswalker and, and yeah. I lost the game to it. Yeah, I got it. A sort of similar thing happened to me when I played against Michaeli on Thursday, where uh, I was on the play, or sorry, he was on the play, and uh, he played turn two walking ballista, and next turn, sorry, he played it on turn three, mm-hmm. and then he attacked with it. I had negate an immolating glare mm-hmm. up, uh, I had three mana, and I immolating glared it, mm-hmm. a one one that was mm-hmm. attacking me. In retrospect, and I, which can also just shoot you. Which can also just shoot me. So right. it, it was a terrible decision. And then he just played Chandra Torch of Defiance. Yeah, yeah which you could have negated. Which I could have negated. Yeah. And I lost the game. Yeah. Like, the game went on for another 15 turns or something. Yeah, but you but lost I lost the game, the game on yeah. turn four. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I can understand where decision came from. You're like, you know, it's uh, a walking blister, is something that can expire control. Turn into a problem. Yeah. But then, and it was, then, my, it was my only removal spell, yeah. and it's situational. I have to use it on an attacking creature. Yeah. Yeah. But taking one damage would yeah. have been such a better. Which you took anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, walking ballista spirals out of control a lot less quickly than yeah. uh, hangerback walker. Yeah, used yeah, that's to. what I was thinking. Yeah, so I, I was thinking if you're being attacked by one hangerback walker, you definitely invading there. Yeah, because you yeah, because um, then they and they even still got the one one back then, but yeah. like. You don't want them to. Yeah, and get to be fair, I didn't really know his deck. I didn't know he was playing Chandra. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. with on four mana, I don't know. I I feel like I should have just taken the one damage and speculated on uh, on the negate. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, like you were saying, Rogue Refiner. Like I feel like so he kind of occupies a similar places in the four color Sahili deck. Mm. But in that deck, you get to you get to blink him with Felidar Guardian. Yeah, that's yeah. True. I, I think he fits in there more. Yeah. And you're, so I feel like maybe because. It's sort of mashing those plans together, as I said, mm-hmm. right? The, the tower and the and the and the green Sahili deck, but you're you are probably losing a lot of value, and it seems like it's maybe there. There probably could be a better slot there than just a three mana mm-hmm. dork that draws yeah. a card. I saw some one person on Reddit saying that, and they were like, "I acknowledge that this is a crazy idea, but maybe does Essence Flux have a place in the Team or Tower list?" Because it blinks all your flicker good maybe? stuff, like yeah, like flicker torrential guardian or torrential yeah. gearhook, gearhook, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, flicker rogue refiner, you know, yeah, uh, and it also you know triggers the tower. Are those the only targets you have? You have <coughs> shield the shield where well, you could untap yeah. it with with yeah. essence flux. What's there's another? Or no, can, that's it. Or that's you it. can block and then remove. You can block. Yeah, off. that's true. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, doesn't, seem, that doesn't seem good to me. No, or you, it was like you could, yeah, you could, like you could the, the person acknowledged that it was crazy. <laughs> maybe, maybe in a control matchup where it's like dispel, kind of, to yeah, keep, because yeah. to keep your gear. Well, you got to get extra value from it because yeah. you can also, you know, play the gear hook, flashback glimmer, and then the person in response kills your gear hook, and then you in response with your single blue up S and flux, yeah. Yeah. and get like an anticipate as well, yeah, or two memories or something yeah. like that. Or even flashback harness lightning and spend no energy. Yeah, yeah you, maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's an it's interesting, interesting one. People would not be playing around that card. No, yeah, they would not. not. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those great cards that you know, the person's going to have to stop and look at it and read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, when, when Cully was playing War, War, War Infiltrator, every single person had to stop and read a card. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Would have yeah. I had to read it multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And uh, what about your sideboard? Any cards you want to talk about that, that overperformed or uh, things well, you would replace? Yeah, I kind of um, I had like three World of Virtuosos, I had a couple of Confiscation Coups, I had Incendiary Flow. Uh, and then more dispels in the gates. 
um, and an, an extra natural obsolescence. I think I brought in the natural obsolescence uh, a couple of times. I think in my last round, I played against Blue Red Control in my last round. I, I won, but then conceded to the guy. Right, right. Um, and yeah, I brought that yeah. brought that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody could see my air quotes there. Um, uh, yeah, I, natural obsession is really good in that. I, I assumed that he was leaving in his towers, but he actually didn't. But I was like, okay, it's fine because natural obsolescence on um, on a gearhook is also fine. Yeah, that is fine. Yeah. Well, is it fine though? Because when I have a tower, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's true. True. yeah, that is true. And I, I didn't know this, but he also had metallurgic summoning, so that oh, uh, that's so yeah. And I also had released the gremlins, which I also brought in. That won me the game against him because like, he, he had like he managed to get down the metallurgic summonings when I was tapped out, and um, like he 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 instigated a big counter fight at the end of yeah his turn, so that I was tapped out, or not the end of my turn, so that I was tapped out. Um, and then he got down the metal edge something and then he made a couple of guys like it wasn't many I think it was like a 1-1 one, one, a 2-2 two, two, and a 3-3 three, three, or something like that and then I had released the gremlins and I was like okay I'm going to kill your two guys I gain energy and then I can shoot you yeah. um, so release the gremlins is really good I assume against murder vehicles but I haven't yeah, I, I, it, I, so. I, I, obsolescence obviously also obsolescence yeah, is also great yeah. Grangers, yeah. Um, against like uh, green black energy obsolescence is also pretty decent because they tend to have ballista mm-hmm. I know yeah. they just shoot you in response but whatever they, they have ballista they have gearhook they have uh, ethersphere harvester sometimes hard of Kieran. sometimes granger as well yeah sometimes yeah. granger as well um what else did I find? Obviously, the dispels and the gates come in against um, control. Yeah, and I also I played against Al as well. Yeah. Um, bad matchup, pretty bad matchup for me. <laughs> yeah, like, well, all my removal basically does nothing because yeah. just bring back the creatures. The, the blue, the sort of all the varieties of zombies really just prey upon control decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the fear visions uh, is, and I and I think that's one thing I actually mentioned in the coverage of the GP that like no, everyone like people will bring in um, natural obsolescence to kind of go these or resurgence target artifacts, but. People are less likely to bring in. Was it natural? Is it naturalized? No. Uh, what's a one mana um, one? Natural state. state. Natural state. Yeah. So that's, that's you know artifacts and enchantments. Well, people are yeah. a lot less likely to have that on the side. Yeah. So because o- overall answer. about artifact, like considering artifacts, natural obsolescence is going to be better. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. um, semi exile effect. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I think against yeah against uh, against your deck. Blue red, blue red emerge um, when you get down like a few revisions that's obviously very bad for me I, f- I feel like the only way for me to win against your deck is to like race you yeah funny enough. I, I think oh, you, 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 you raced at one point I think <laughs> yeah you, I did you, you I, did I, I, race, I, yeah. yeah it was 2-1 really so yeah. the second game I won a race yeah it's, it's, it's basically to get down like a rogue refiner yeah and then maybe try to get down two towers and then just try and shoot you as much as possible yeah I, I, think, I think at one point I, I had a creature on the board and then you shot my face and yeah. I was like oh he, he thinks he like, my hand is pretty bad, and he, if he thinks he can win this race, he probably can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that has to be my strategy, but I think it's just a very, very bad matchup for yeah, me. It's yeah, that's not going to win most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope this deck takes off and everyone plays it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of playing your, that deck for the next PPC. Yeah, actually. Yeah, um, it's really I think it's a really strong yeah. deck. But yeah, I think I was mentioning about Reese Gremlins. I, I, I did discussion with someone, um, he's playing Marty Beagles, and I played Reese Gremlins, so it's very... Yeah, it, it's very reasonable to say Green Scrammons is two for one if you can target one artifact with it. Yes. Because you can an artifact and you have two to deck gotta deal with. Mm-hmm. But if you if you play Green Scrammons for like for five mm-hmm. and uh or yeah, for five and kill two artifacts, yeah. Uh it is like a uh, it's Four it's four a 4-4 four four, but that sounds yeah. ridiculous kind of yeah, yeah so it's I mean the two twos yeah. you get are not great like, but yeah. it's okay. like wait, if you're playing it for five 
the two twos are unlikely to be that relevant in terms That's of exactly combat. Yeah. yeah. But they that still could be. Like they still easily can be. Yeah. And I mean, if you put your opponent in a, in a situation where they have to use like a removal spell on your on your two two gremlins, that's great. Yeah. That's and then you have another good creature from your actual deck, from mm. your you know one of your actual creatures from your deck that they can't remove them because of that. Yeah. That's really good as well. There's no reflector mage to. Pass those <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so glad that card's gone. Yeah. Um, brutal expulsion though. Can oh, oh I, yeah. 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 I do love that card. Yeah. I was actually mentioning mentioned how yeah. So you mentioned how bad the uh, the the packs that checked the standard showdown were yes. in, gen- in general but I like yeah I've been playing since Battle for Zendikar so I felt like I I played a lot of limited format as well so I felt like I knew all the cards from mm-hmm. that uh, from that set uh, and my standard showdown pack I opened the Brutal Expulsion and I was like I had never seen this card before <laughs> and, uh, and I also then, uh, then, uh, then when I saw and I, I, was, I, was, I was making my sideboard for my deck I was thinking you know that, that random card I opened in the, in the standard showdown pack that might, that might work <laughs> can you use that uh, yeah, no, no, yeah it, it's, it seems I like randomly had about. six of them I had six for some reason <laughs> and, uh, is that I, to void that card yeah what's it called a ceremonious which is in your sideboard uh-huh. yeah, you yeah, that's that's cool. yeah, yeah I brought that in against you just yeah, actually, you, got, you, got, yeah. The you got a you got you think you countered Cosmic turn with it I think so yeah yeah, yeah. that's really good um, yeah Brutal Expo I had six of them and I traded two away for a Hedron Archive a single Hedron Archive <laughs> 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 and I'm pretty sure I got the better deal <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah, so that was my experience with the t- with the deck. I think I'm probably going to play it again this Thursday, or I might want to get some reps in with the blue red emerge. Yeah, deck. I don't know. I'll see what happens. Um, I might make those changes. Maybe put in Ether Meltdowns instead of Rogue Refiner. I don't know. I think Rogue yeah. Refiner draws a card. It does draw. A card. <laughs> that's good. Like Very that's relevant. hard to beat in a yeah. control deck. Yeah, like. yeah. But if you're shutting down a creature, that's also kind of like drawing a card. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Getting two energy as well. Rogue Finder gives you two energy. Oh, we'll see. I'll, I'll maybe make the change and yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah there'll be plenty of lists now from this GP. Um, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be loads of variations. Well, ho- hopefully some version of this deck top eights and yeah. I can see, or even in top 32, 64, yeah. uh, I can see what, what changes pros we're, have made. We're all going to be on Abzan stockpile, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that deck hilarious. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. could be our deck of the week next week, maybe. Yeah, yeah that um, So I think we're going to leave it at that for today. Um, great inaugural episode. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, a lot of stuff to talk about and uh, hopefully talk to you next week. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye-bye.